Hello. Hello. How you doing? Great. Really? No. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> Stick to the program. Stick but to I that. am closer to the mic, so you don't yell at me. You are closer to the mic. I feel like sometimes you're a little too far away. It's because you push me. Well. But you haven't been filming, so people don't see it. Right. That's why. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence is not a joke. I'm surprised no. that you are joking about it. I wasn't. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I have a topic today. Yes. And I'm kind of fired up about it. I think it's going to be very useful for people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very direct. Mm-hmm. It's possibly, well, likely going to offend some who... Uh, per usual, that's kind of I part don't th- of the... I don't think actually... I don't think actually the people who it would offend are actually listening. Yeah, so let me I'll That's usually that. the case with most things we talk about. That's usually the case. Yeah, yeah. But I think less offensive actually than many of the things you've said. So what? It's actually less offensive than the other things you've said. I don't think the the actual. I don't think it's offensive what I'll talk about, but I think that the way in which you conduct what we want to talk mm-hmm. about will be offensive to some. And the eye rolls and the this and the that. But. It's also a bit lighthearted for our. It's lighthearted. Taking a little. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's a tool. Definitely Very useful. Very useful. Also lighthearted. And it's family friendly, actually. It's family friendly. We've adopted it into our family. I taught the kids it last week Mm -hmm. and they've been implementing it with great success, (laughs) which which truly is the testament. If a 15-year-old boy and soon to be 13-year-old girl can, can, use, this can use this, yeah. then, then you right. can as well. Let's not keep people waiting any longer. Before we get into that, mm-hmm. I feel that it's necessary for me to kind of just open up with two guns first. Okay. So a little bit of a background, a little bit of a framing, Mm -hmm. okay? I'm not saying I necessarily agree with this approach or line of thinking or whatever, but I think many will probably agree. If you go to Barnes & Noble and you go to the business or the self-help section, you see a lot of military influence, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Mostly SEALs generals, people that have served in a military capacity. For whatever reason, society looks to them looks for to them advice for on advice on resiliency, mm-hmm. mental toughness, leadership, like a lot of these traits. And while I agree that yes, that is present I'm throwing the bullshit flag on most of it. Like an overwhelming amount of it. Mm -hmm. You go on a TED talk and you see people who now have celebrity status or have this sensational. They haven't been sensational. They have the people's, the military story has been sensationalized. Mm -hmm. 
And now everybody that ever was in the fucking military feels like they have to, like they're this or they're that or, or you know, because of because I'm in the military, listen to me because this is what we as society mm-hmm. say you are, are armed with. And I'm, okay. and I'm throwing the bullshit flag on a lot of things today. One being you entering the military doesn't mean fuck all for your ability to lead, for your character as a human being. Mm-hmm. Like you made a decision that for a lot of folks that join free college steady paycheck what about even opportunities because we were listening to a podcast recently where they said like the prerequisite to being a navy seal was being like an incredible human wrong okay i just wanted to confirm that wrong no doubt there are incredible humans that serve in every job of the military this whole special operations is the best of human Mm -hmm. people is is a load of crap Mm -hmm. as well are there amazing human beings? Yes. Are there f- amazing... There's, I would say, there's more amazing human beings outside of a special operations unit than there are within. There's more people who serve in a more conventional role mm-hmm. who aren't trying to be some Hollywood thing. And for fuck's sake, Instagram, mm-hmm. if you're in any sort of special operations unit, whether or not you've done or are doing anything or not, you're like some slick Hollywood kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you're and all my military folks out there will know this, like you're taking cool guy pictures working on LDAs. Meaning like Meaning training. linear danger right. areas, crossing, which is just fancy saying crossing a fucking road without mm-hmm. getting shot or, right. or detected. So anyway, okay. it's a, I'm throwing the bullshit flag. Okay. I'm kind of fired up about this. However, my real issue, one of my issues is that the desire for answers that I'll just say the non-military or the business sector or, mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I don't like to say like military versus civilian, right. but for purposes of this conversation, mm-hmm. I think civilian will be a fine catch-all. Mm-hmm. I gave a speech. I gave a talk to a bunch of CEOs mm-hmm. and it was very much like you got to kind of have it be. And I, and I, feel dirty about that like i didn't like it i, I it was just you had I to was, be a military guy for it was like tell me the so. stories i yeah. quit a high profile contracting company doing leadership and, and team development because it was tell more war stories mm-hmm. tell more yell at them more mm-hmm. i'm like i don't have to fucking yell at them right i can just talk like this and control them like a puppet mm-hmm. why do i have to then yell and it's way more intimidating for mm-hmm. somebody to come up to you look you in the eye mm-hmm. with a calm voice light your world up and then just and then you move them yes, and when so we argue it's much worse when you don't show any emotion <laughs> okay anyway okay, okay. So, yeah. so anyway so so, the military so, so people and, want yeah. the people want the how can i apply what you learned yes or how can i apply this super quality that mm-hmm. you have military in the military quality. yep Usually special operations to the boardroom, to the boardroom, to the kitchen, to this, to that. And it's like, oh, yeah, for sure. I've got the answer for you, Mm -hmm. right? You do these four things or there's these categories or there's Mm -hmm. this or there's that. Or you got to have planning or you got to have rehearsals and you got to lead and you got to blah, blah, fucking blah. Mm -hmm. Nobody is actually saying really. Okay. The question really comes down to 
how do I push through adversity the way I think, but have no clue how or about you push through adversity in in buds training, in selection, in deployment, in this, in whatever it Mm -hmm. might be. And it's like, yeah, you do this, you do that, ba 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 ba. It's all sexy. It's all packageable. McKinsey would like love it, you know. Boardroom, good PowerPoint slide, sexy graphics, mm-hmm. and it's like, here you go, man. This is it. You do this, and it's, and you're gonna be yes. basically, you know, Captain America. And it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. It is all bullshit. The one thing that I will say, and I will arm and equip Here's you with tool. right now. Big, big tool. That for me, and this was prior to the military, learned it, took it to a whole new level in the military, especially in, well, I spent all my time in special operations, so whatever, so there was that. It is the ability to have, we'll say, a fucked up sense of humor. Okay. Meaning... Not like twisted and deranged and mm-hmm. like very, very dark, but being able to implement, use humor as a tool at a time where humor is probably the last thing that you're looking for, but is the very thing that might actually crack some of the tension mm-hmm. and allow you to get out of whatever you perceive this rut to be and move forward. Okay. So. It's, it will fall under, like, humor. Okay. Now, a couple things. This will not go over well in the boardroom unless the occupants of said room are all on the same page. Unless it's part of the culture. Unless it's part of the culture. And that is where it's kind of like, but all these companies that are paying you a speaker fee want to hear something that they can do. You're not going to give them something. They can do X, Y, and Z bullshit, you know, slide. You do this, you're going to probably get a call from the director of human resources. Mm -hmm. You might get fired. You're probably going to get sued. And the the insensitivity and the the, the thin-skinned, that's what's going to happen. Diversity day in the office. Diversity day. And and it might not be something to implement when you're having a situation with another human. Here's the thing. It is not stop. And this isn't, again, I'm going to give the, our listeners the benefit of the doubt. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the collective you. Stop looking for the one answer, the magic bullet, the contra cheat code of life mm-hmm. that you can just apply to everything without thinking, without paying attention, without being analytical, blah, 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 blah. Like... Yeah, of course. There's What's no the one. What's the contra cheat code again? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA, start select. <laughs> I don't know. I could have messed it up. Okay. Someone out there, some nerd out there will correct me. If you do know the code, please. It's something like that. Yeah, I, I actually never. The up, up, down, I actually down. never had contra, believe it or not. Blue man, red man. Yeah, I never had it. Okay, that. so what is this? Let's hear So it. this is what you do. When you're in the shit, we're okay. just going to say it. Like, when you're in the shit. That's what we're going to refer to. Like, what would be a scenario of that? It could range. That's the beauty of this. It can really range. But, like... Give me an example. Give me a... Give me a... Because I... It's hard for me to sometimes come up with a... Like, give me... When I was explaining it. Okay. Um... (laughs) 
This is kind of a dumb example. Okay, then don't give it to me. <laughs> okay. We drive all the way to like the pasta shop in Denville. Okay. Okay, so we all get yeah. in the car. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. all get to the pasta shop. We call. They're like, yeah, it sounds like you, you should be fine. There's not a lot of people here yet. So the pasta shop usually has a four hour yeah, wait there's list. There's no reservations. Yep. Add COVID to the mix and like there's Boom. takeout. We get there. Uh huh. Not only is there no table and they're not taking any more people for the night, they're not doing takeout either okay now we are all very hungry okay there's no food really imminently in our future uh-huh. and um yeah we basically now have to drive 30 minutes back home okay and figure out what we're doing so we'll rate that we'll rate that on the scale of inconvenience a three because really that's What's like the ra- rating one to ten. Oh, okay. that's not really no but it's you could imagine it could be frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Sure. It's frustrating. Yeah. Okay. So there's the pasta shop thing. Okay. There's another thing. Okay. So in my day or in my experience, it was you come back from, well, and I don't, I'll use a military example because there's a little mm-hmm. bit more of a physicality to it. Okay. You're out. Let's just say you're patrolling. You, you're going all night patrol mm-hmm. or you're on a whatever. You come back. Mm-hmm. It was raining fucking cold because it's always cold and raining Mm -hmm. you haven't slept really you're dirty you smell your feet hurt there's priorities of work whether let's just say you're in a patrol base which means you're basically establishing a perimeter and you're sleeping in the outdoors you're Mm -hmm. not going back to like a brick and mortar building there's priorities of work you have to set security you have to do security things you have to clean weapons you have to refit equipment mm-hmm. you have to there's a bunch there's a of stuff to do you have and to you're do. tired but we'll just say reducing all that down to you have to clean your equipment so that it is mission essential and ready and prepared okay. before you go to bed okay so there's the pasta shop and then there's that you can apply this to something stupid like well we can apply that right now to the gym industry yeah, let's apply it to my bigger, probably closer to an eight on okay. a scale of one to ten. Frustration with the yeah. inconsistencies of what's being allowed to open right now. Okay. And just the nonsensical okay. bureaucracy right. that we're living in. So we've got a few different examples, yeah. right? And hopefully 8.5. as you've been list as you've been listening, you can come up with your own like this can range from stub your toe to you just got annoying fired. to really angry, upset. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the caveat is this is not a magic fixing all of the problems, mm-hmm. but it will help you as the individual to, to put things in perspective, yes. to get them, to, to address them, and to actually to get out of your shit. do something about mm-hmm. it, right? So when you have all this shit happen okay. to you, mm-hmm. you internally create this response of woe is me. Something is happening to me, which, by the way, might not be inaccurate. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're, it's not like you're, you know, being weak or anything right. like that. Like something is definitely happening to you. Yep, it is inconvenience. It is frustrating. It is angering. It is all of those yes. things. Often, like you have that thing come up, and you have that thought first subconsciously through the body response, mm-hmm. then consciously through the story. 
And it's like, well, you're not going to pay attention to it, mm-hmm. right? Because you're a hard ass. You're a resilient person. You're this, you're that. You can't, you know, whatever. And it's like, all right, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. When you're in the shit, go ahead. Cry about it. But not really cry. cry. about it. No, Hey, you're going to complain? Then really fucking complain. Okay. All right? And it's like, because there's, don't half, don't half ass it. Like actually go, if you're going to, if you're going to be bothered by it, go ahead, be be bothered by it. And that's what this sounds like. And this is something that you have to do. You like, this isn't a thinking thing. This is a doing thing. You have to say it. Okay. And one of the best, the best way of saying it is this noise. Do it. (laughs) and when you do it you really got to get into it so try it with me right now yes (laughs) very good you've been practicing kind of sounds like a duck horn it's you crying right that's that's you simulating it's a whiny Mm -hmm. complaining okay and then the cry and then the cry opens up the cry is your is is the first is the first part okay. of this. So if so here we go yeah. giving us like all right everybody in the room who wants to hear about how you get through shit as a yeah. you know adversity and this and that. So first thing you do step try. 1 yeah. wah everybody repeat after me okay. wah. So let's go step with step 1. Let's go with the the gun thing so the cleaning weapons. So what would you so now you would, Okay, so then step 2 though. So going into it. Okay. Should I just go through an yeah, example? Go okay. Through. Okay, so here and we go. And then I'll do mine. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. been out all day, tired as fuck, haven't eaten anything really, moving, blah, 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 cold, wet, hungry, yeah. this, that, Gotta the other. Gotta clean your weapons. Gotta clean your weapons. Yeah. Okay. This is what it looks like. And I don't want to clean my weapons, mm-hmm. right? Because go even though I'm a badass, even though I'm a professional soldier, even though this, even though that, like maintaining your weapon, like, no, not when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So this is what it was like. Wah. I don't want to clean my weapon. Wah. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. My feet hurt. It's cold. My pants are wet. Wah. My hands, they don't really work that well. Wah. I have to clean my weapon, this thing that's supposed to protect me and my brothers and all of those around me and possibly save my life. Wah. I don't want to clean it. I don't want it. It's all dirty. and wah. I'm fine with letting the rust get in there and not having the bolt work properly. Wah, wah, wah. I want to be a shitbag and go to sleep. Very good. Boom. So, okay. what's yours? So, here's the thing. Though. It sounds like you were identifying some of the valid reasons for why you need to clean the weapon sarcastically in your response. Mm-hmm. Is that necessary? Or so, here's the thing. Complain? This is what you have to do with it. This is, how, this, is how you, this is how you have to do it. You have to look at what the real problem mm-hmm. is. Like, what's the real problem? You want to go to sleep and you can't go to sleep mm-hmm. right now. Okay, well, what's getting you in the way of going to sleep? Well, I have to clean my weapons. Okay, well, what does that mean? What hap- Why do you have to clean your weapon? Okay, so let's look at the... That's That makes sense. Yeah. My example is being frustrated with, like we talked about, just nonsensical decisions being made by the government with businesses. Mm-hmm. To be honest, yes, 
I understand, okay, these decisions are being made to try to protect people from mm-hmm. getting COVID and overwhelming our hospitals. Mm-hmm. However, that doesn't change the nonsensicalness. The nonsensicalness is frustrating because it doesn't actually accomplish what it's supposed to be accomplishing. So I don't know that I could really, like, look at, like... You know the I mean? thing is, yeah, I do know what you mean. The thing with your situation, which again is why I said it's not, I don't think it's mm-hmm. a one, it's not a one size fits all. And like if somebody attacks you and beats you, mm-hmm. I, I don't it. think this would be appropriate for that. You know what I mean? Like, I, know, like, I know. I mean, this is kind of lighthearted, but I was just, it's more, it's more so in those, like if you're saying one to 10. Yeah. It's the inconveniences say, of it's life. It's the inconveniences, yeah. but it's also it's like the like, physical challenges sure. too. You know what I mean? It, but it, it there's does some sometimes physical... feel good to just, even if it is more serious, like the COVID thing, like to say like... Are you going to fucking do yeah. it or not? Go on. We're so close. Wah! <laughs> Feels good. Good, good. All right. Get into it. Hmm. No, come Wah. on. Wah! I want my gym to open. Wah! All the yoga studios get to open and they're sweating on each other. Wah, wah, wah. It's hot in those studios and they don't even have airflow. And they're saying that COVID spreads if you don't have airflow and the germs get all over the place. Wah, wah, wah. Keep going. Okay. Go, go, go. (laughs) And martial arts is allowed to work out. And why can't we work out? And our gym is going to help keep people healthy. Wah, wah, wah. And we can't have our doors open and people are just going to go to bars and drink and eat and get fat and be unhealthy. And wah, wah, wah. We're trying to help people get healthy and our governor can't even answer emails. Wah. (laughs) And we want a road blockade. And the restaurants get road blockades. And why can't we? Wah, wah, wah. And everybody's hot outside and it's 90 degrees. People are going to get heat stroke. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. (laughs) Is there more? I don't know. Okay. That's how to feel. That's a good one. How to feel? Well, I feel better. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, what are you gonna do about in this my now? body? I do feel better. Yeah. I don't feel yeah. the pit in my stomach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's like it would probably be better if you weren't a foot away from me and I wasn't yeah. doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. going to the room. Yeah. Later, go. You have close to go the door and just no. You have to go in rip. the car. Don't turn it on. Yes. Windows up. Sweat box. <laughs> just, just go. Just went away. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. So here's the thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, you're just a giant asshole, really. Like, is how that could be perceived. Or you don't take these things seriously. It's like, no, it's not that. One, there is legitimacy to facing the things that are pissing you off. Not dismissing them. Mm -hmm. Not saying, oh, no, it's fine. I get it's part of the job. Like, no, no, no. No, like, go on. Have your moment. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done with that, then you move forward and actually target mm-hmm. and action the, 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 what you can do. Sure. And so there's a very, it's a lighthearted way of, yeah, like you're right. You're, you, you thinking to yourself, oh, this is fine. Doesn't make your feet not hurt. You thinking like, oh, no, you know, this and that. Like sometimes, yeah, you just need to face it. And get it out. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you can kind of have a smile on your face and have a little bit of a, f- have a little fun with it. Yeah. And that's the humor part where this is the thing about in, in the military for sure. Like people say the thing, people say things at the 
times in situations that if a normal person, if, if Joe from accounts receivable just walked into a team room or a mm-hmm. bay or whatever and heard some of the quote unquote jokes, it would be like, you guys are monsters. Mm-hmm. Guys and girls are monsters. But the humor element, because it's understood that what is so funny about humor that there's shreds of truth in it. Mm -hmm. The funniest humor are things that are based upon truth. So you get to have that with yourself. And yeah, it is fucking annoying that other businesses can find loopholes and can open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is like, but you, you continuing to what? Just deny it. Just repress it. Just Mm -hmm. say, okay, whatever. You're not giving in. To, you're not going to like, you know, I'm not saying do it on Facebook necessarily or, 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 you know, protest. Like this isn't about some grandeur, which sometimes there's problems that are not at the six to seven that are at the eight, nine and 10. And like, yeah, then you might have to invite yeah. the public into this and say, no, we will take a stand. That's mm-hmm. not this. So the humor part is huge. The other thing you do when you're doing this. You have to go through, you get one shot. Like this is not a, this is a one time. You do this once, you're good. Mm-hmm. You do this two and three times, you're, you're, you're just like, you're, you're weak, mm-hmm. you know? And then you're, and then you're just a baby. Mm-hmm. You do this once, you have one, one shot to do this. And when you're doing it, you go through every yeah, single yeah. possible thing. Go ahead. All of them. All of them. Like, do not stop. There, there will be no drips left in this container. You have to get it all out. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, and this is the thing with awareness, that this is kind of like a ridiculous thing, but it's really true. When you raise your awareness or direct your awareness to things, you kind of automatically also reorient towards what you know you have to do. Like, you... you have that awareness of X, Y, and Z or whatever. And intuitively there's that also that awareness of like, all right, I know I need to kind of go that way. Now, whether you choose to do that or not is Mm -hmm. totally different. But when you're doing this, you'll sort of disarm in a way you'll face, but you'll disarm how much of a hold this stuff has on you. And Mm -hmm. you, you start going through it, you start going through it, you start going through it. And ultimately what you might find very sobering about it is you get to a point where it's like okay i'm either then going to stop to give up to quit to continue to keep crying or i'm going to uh mobilize doing something about this that i can do so that is something that i honestly think when i think when i look back and when i know like you would be amazed at how effective this thing is. Absolutely amazed. And it is fun. Like, we've had some fun with it with the kids, with silly things. So here's a great example. And again, it's not... It's not something that you are going to do in horrible situations, right? Because, okay. Okay. But when we think about the shit that really pisses us off or gets us going, a lot of it's not horrible. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that's actually like major, we're not perceiving as necessarily like 
this horrible thing because we're too busy trying to f- solve yeah. it and fix it and engage, right? There's no time. I was floating on the pool. We were at a pool. On a raft. On a raft, pool. reading a book. And the pool had one of those little robots that cleans it. Cleans it. And it's got a little tail and whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the little thing came, it, it surfaced like a little whale thing. And it sprayed me. Now, I was enjoying this piece, like no one was speaking. I was reading my book, floating around. It was all peaceful. And this blowhole thing just smoked me with water. Yes. And I think one of the kids started it for me. Wah. <laughs> I just got sprayed. Wah, my book got wet. Wah. I have to wipe my glasses because there's water on them and I can't see. Wah. I'm chilly. I was warm and now I'm a little less warm. <laughs> my No, I said one side of my face is wet and the other's dry. So you said like make it as ridiculous you make as it you as You make it as ridiculous as you can. Yeah. And it's like, all right, we're good, you know? So. Yeah. So it's a it's, it's a fun a, thing. It but but I'm don't don't have the fun part of but it. But here's the thing that's interesting about this. Look at little kids in tantrums. Yeah. They know innately to have just like a like they do have this for real. Like yeah. they get mad, they let it out and then they move on. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things with Peter Levine who who's like one of the probably best um practitioners of working with trauma mm-hmm. like it's all blocked locked up energy mm-hmm. and so we can flip to like the seriousness to this very very quickly you know if you want to have that conversation but like all of this this unreleased energy gets stuck in your system and you need to release it in the pro and then there's a yeah. whole we, we, there's a whole bunch of issues and stuff and you know whatever that we don't have to go into this because we're kind of keeping it light but like it's amazing at your when you do this too how you're making fun of yourself right you're yeah. you're you're putting because it's like you're one of those things you're sure. disarming yourself and you and you can that story spirals out of mm-hmm. control right. and you're not a bad person for it it's you're an, you're a human being and we all do that when you are able to do this you kind of are like all right yeah and then you realize Okay, like it's not so bad, and you can, you could chalk it up under resiliency training. Mm-hmm. It's funny, no resiliency training I ever went to, or or have ever seen, or anyone who's in HR, you can reach out to me and tell me that I'm full of shit. Nobody's saying like, yeah, um, throw a little temper tantrum mm-hmm. and like really go and really get after it and really just mm-hmm. let it all out. No, it's yeah. like, no, you know, this and that. And yeah, it's, it's like the, the neat slide stuff. and it's the nice packaging and it looks really fancy and it sounds really good. Like no one, you, you, you do this or if someone were to, if someone were to say, hey, what's the bad, what's, what's the thing that got you through some, some of those inconveniences, which it's like the thing, like if you're going bankrupt, right, yeah, that's a right. serious thing. There's like other things, but like a lot of the nonsense that we're yeah. confronting and we, we, we get tripped I mean, look up at with driving in the car. You oh could do God. this only driving in the car to, to help 
to not get to your destination completely stressed out. So it, it is interesting to hear people listening. I think it'd be fun to hear people who implemented it and what their experience was with it. Yes. I would like the videos. I would like a video <laughs> of that. I was actually doing this yesterday, driving a car. Someone was going, we'll say 20 miles an hour mm-hmm. on a 35. Of course, there was no one behind. They were they were like mer- coming onto the road. There was no one behind me. Mm-hmm. And they right, had to right, cut right, out at the right. very last second. Like mm-hmm. they just robbed a bank. But then got knocked. Proceeded but then to proceeded slow. to somehow not, not somehow forget where the accelerator yes. was. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and, and driving, especially in New Jersey, like it's one of the biggest sources of stress in people's lives. Right. And unfortunately, um, whether people know it or not, like that's a different question, but it is, it is one, like people are maniacs around here. And so I was doing it. I was like, oh, let me have some fun with this. And I'm usually pretty good with the drive. Like I'll make, I'll, I'll yeah. have a narrative, but, but it was like, wah, I have to slow down. Wah, I'm not going to get home until 30 seconds later. And wah, 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 I have to press on the brake. Wah, I have to watch this person and be mad at the principle of them moving slower than the designated speed. But really, we're both moving at the same rate. Wah, 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 wah. It's like, all right, just fucking slow down or pass them. Mm-hmm. But you stewing in it. Yeah, yeah. For the next four miles and being all pissed off and you walk through the door and be like, hey, how's it going? It's like, fine. And like, it's crazy, but like that, that happens. Yeah. So... What else did I miss? The kids are doing it, sort of. And it's not like the cynical thing of... A couple rules. Obviously, we have to talk about a couple guidelines. Don't do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, like if we're having a fight... If we're having a fight... Not the time to And do I start that. doing it for you... That's not going to go over That's well. not going to go over well. No, no, no. If you start doing it for me... Fine. Oh. <laughs> However... And this is about the culture bit. If you have that, like, if you start doing it for me, it you very well could solve the fight. Because well, you could do it for yourself in the fight. Well, I'm well, getting mad at Bill yeah. because you're not. You, know. you could, but if it's something really, really silly, and if you have that trust. So, for example, among teammates, this Ooh, could I happen. I have a lot of things I could do for this. This could happen with you. No, listen, 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 listen. It, well, you never vacuum. Go on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you better be right, though. There has to be accuracy in oh, it. God. It needs to be right. Okay, so the rule is don't do it for someone else. The rule else. is, general rule of thumb, don't do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. It's got to be theirs. Okay. The, the other rule, or yep. the other general Some rule of rules. thumb, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, is end with a bunch of wares. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. And once, and you, you have to go. And if it's 15 of them, that's mm-hmm. fine. But like once the final wah, you're done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless you remember a really good one. But you probably won't remember. Okay. Like you have to get it all out. Mm-hmm. And then tell me how you feel after that. Okay. Can't wait. Please let us know. 
We would like to know. I want to know. Yeah. Please don't try to take a video of yourself doing it in the car. That's not safe. No. So, um, yeah. And I'll be completely honest. This is not like a made up thing. Like it's made up, yeah. but it's, but it's been, I've things. used it so many times, so many times. And there have been some serious times that I have sort of applied it to, you know, I want to, you know, there's been some serious yeah. things and, and you can actually, you can actually do it. So make it authentic, have a little fun with it, be honest mm-hmm. and, and let us know. How and let us know. Yeah. And if you want an inappropriate talk to your team, you guys are interested in how to improve Phil resiliency. Phil will come in and tell you all about it. And how to, how to thrive through challenges, you know, cognitive performance enhancement. This is it. This is it. High level. High, High level. level shit. High level shit. Just don't expect a nice PowerPoint. No. Yes, well, you could do that with power. Crying baby. Wah. You know? Yeah. We could get creative. Yeah, you could. I would I actually... I feel like that's an office episode. Michael Scott resiliency training. Oh, my God. That would be good. Is there one? No, I'm making it up, saying this could be one. Okay, between the years resiliency training, there's somebody who... There's someone out there, and you know who he is, that needs to come in. And help me with this. Oh, yes. That the world is not ready for that. He yet. really would have made this whole podcast a whole different level. Oh, yes. But maybe we'll give people a chance to kind of warm up to it and then we'll warm bring up in to it. Guns. And then we'll, yeah. And then, and then, and then we'll double team. He's it our first and, guest. He's going to be our first guest. Yeah, probably. I don't know when. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Buckle up, world. Have a good one. <laughs> okay. See ya.